The Rambam in the beginning of Hilchas Tumas Eichlin talks about the type of food that is subject to the special laws of Tumah, which apply to Eichlin, to food. And he says that if a food is not meant for human consumption, then it's not subject to the special laws of Tumas Eichlin, unless the person is meyachet, has kavona, a machshava to that he should have it for human consumption. He's designating it for it in his mind. Then he continues in Aloha Beis and says that this can only happen if you machshel kabel tumah. That means that even if it's a food, it can only be susceptible to tumah if it came in contact with one of the seven fluids, water, milk, blood, and so on. So then the Ramam says later on, that it's essential that this contact between the water and the food should happen ladas bailim. That the, the person has to be aware of it and has to be happy with it. If he's if he's not aware of it, or he, or even if he's aware of it, but he's not happy that the water is there, then it's not machshel kabultuma, and the, it's as if it never came in contact with water. So here we have a situation where a halachic definition of whether a food is considered subject to the laws of Thomas Eichlin depends on two things. Has to come in contact, has to be first a food, a human human food, it has to have water on it, and in addition to that there has to be, there's a, a, a mental component, a machshove component, the person has to know and be aware and accept and uh, consent to this uh, contact between the water and the food. Now the Rebbe in uh, his famous letter, or you can say uh, the Indian that he wrote in uh, the early Tavshins, about the Indian from Mishnah is Balpeh. So the Rebbe, this was in Tavshin Dalad. The Fidik Rebbe made a whole thing that people should chaz Mishnah is Balpeh in the streets of New York, because this um, will purify the air. So the Rebbe wrote a whole Indian explaining the effect that we have on the environment, the physical environment, through our speech, through the Burim Oasis of Mishnayis. But also the Rebbe discussed the effect of Machshava. And the Rebbe discussed it through the lens of Halacha as well. And he brought several, a number of examples where we see in Allah that the machshava of a person can have a real impact on the world around us. And he, and he categorized it into four different uh, segments, four different types of effect that machshava has through, in, in the context of Allah. One is where machshava is single-handedly capable of creating a reality, changing a halachic reality. For example, kachim. If a person wants to be Magdash Abahema, according to many Rishonim, just by Machshava, having in mind that he's designating a certain animal for the base Amigdash, makes it Kaddish. Same thing with the Frosh's Truma, according to some Teisves, Rishonim. The Machshava, just in Machshava, separating Truma in his mind, without saying anything, is already makes a Truma. So here we see the impact of Machshava without any other intervention. Then there is a second category which the Rebbe mentions. Um, 
it's also Machshava is doing it, but there's a tonight, there's a condition that the Machshava can only do it if there is also a physical action involved. For example, somebody has Machshava, a Machshava's psul during Kachim, like Pigul, Shlebizmana, Shlebimkaymai. Um, so these machshavas are only um, parcel the korban, they affect the status of the korban if the machshava was taking place during one of the avedas, a shechita or the kabbalah, haylocha, zrike. Only then does the machshava have the effect. If he has the machshava any other time, it has no impact. So here we have already a situation where there's not machshava alone, but machshava. During is the machshava that's doing it, but it has to be during an action. Then the Rebbe moves to the next level. It's done through a combination of both machshava and action. Both are responsible for the reality, the halachic reality that's created. Uh, is done in partnership with both a thought machshava and action. And this is the reason also why. Um, when somebody um, commits an avera which involves thought and action, it's his chayv malchus. Even though it it's also involves machshava, but it also involves ma'isa. So there's a yesh ma'isa. And the Rebbe says that the fact that in uh, those cases, for example, let's first talk about an example. Kilayim, um, kilayim. Teisus says involves also machshava, right? We're talking about where somebody has a vineyard and he hangs the vine over somebody else's field, um, somebody else's field that has grain. And so since the branches are hanging over there, if it's too close, it can be a shiloh of kilayim. But if it's, and you can answer the field, but if it's somebody else's field, uh, if it, you cannot pass it, at least called some tanoim, you cannot pass somebody else's field. You cannot make it... Uh, Kilaim. Shaila is why? I mean, I can take somebody's meat and cook it with milk, and, I, and his meat is trave now. I take somebody's pot and make it trave. Why can't I do it with kilaim? And the answer is because kilaim also involves machshava. That's what Teisha says. So the Rebbe is just pointing out that whenever the machshava is also plays a role in creating the halachic reality, you can only do it with something you own, not with somebody else's property. And that's the relevance of having machshava and ma'isa together, that it, you cannot do it for somebody else. And, and it brings the Moshe from Kilayim. For sure, in the cases where there's machshava alone, for example, by Kachim, by Truma, you cannot do, you cannot create Truma somebody else's property. You cannot create, make a, a behemoth Kaddish if it's somebody else's behemoth, because machshava uh, doesn't have... Uh, the capability of affecting another person's property. Only dibur or the ma'isa. And then comes, um, well, there's one exception that I rule that we see by Kochim, the Koyan who doesn't own the carbon, if he has a Machshavis Psul, he does parcel it. But then there's a Posuk. So we have a special Posuk um, that says that, um, that it's parcels even though he doesn't own it. But in generally, machshava alone, anything which machshava can affect, can only affect if you own it. Then we have a, th- a fourth category, and that's related to our discussion here in the halachas of Hilchas Tumas Eichlin. Like a b'hachshara le'kabel tumah. 
the, the, the fourth category is where the action is the thing that makes, creates the halachic reality. But there's a tnai, you also need machshava. For example, hachshoves eichlin to be mekabel He says, what makes the hachshoves is the water. The water that comes in contact with the food. But there's a din that the water has to, has to be on top of the food with my consent. Now what my consent is not what creates the hachshoves. The hachshoves is created by the water. When the Rebbe uses the word... That the machshava is mitzayeres as It's only giving it a certain description. What kind of water? A consented water, a water that's there with consent. It's, it's more defining, and perhaps that design of the action. The action is designed by my consent, but it's the act itself that does it. But it requires my das as a um, an incidental. The definition of the act, that the act, that the water should be a consented water. And the Rebbe says, according to that, if the action is the one, is the water, the physical presence of the water, coming in contact with the food that makes the hachshara, then you couldn't do bimachshir somebody else's food. If I, uh, let's say, pour water on somebody else's food and, and have kavan and I'm happy and I'm consenting to it, can I be bimachshir lekabal tumah? The answer is no, because uh, the answer is yes. If it's because of Maisa, it should be able to work. But the Rambam in Perikut Beis and Tumas Eichel says no. The Be'emes is a machlekes rishonim. The Rashbo and Teisvus say that you can do be machsher lekabel Tumas somebody else's food. In Rambam says beforeish in Perikut Beis, bedaz bailim. You have to be the owner. And the case of Mishnah there discusses already that the Rashbo and the Rambam disagree on this says the Rebbe that we have to say according to the Rambam that it's not just the Maisa of the water coming in contact with the food it has to be that the effect of the Hachshor is also done partially through the Machshava. The Machshava is not just a seal of the Maisa it is a separate, plays a separate role in partnership with the Maisa. I mean it's the water and the Machshava together that create the Hachshor. And if that's the case, then there's machshava involved. In the machshava, that's why the Rambam says, yes, you have to be the owner. Take um, the water is a maisa, but the machshava is something that cannot affect somebody, somebody else's property, as we've seen before. So therefore, uh, the Rambam must say that it's the, the, the role the machshava, the das Bayram plays in the hachshava, is not just as a tziur of the water, of the mindset, but it's it's place it's actually impacting it. Now that's Mashenke the Rajbo. The Rajbo learns no that it's it's actually part of the Maisa. It's the Maisa that does it. It's just that the Maisa has to be Mitsuya by Das Bailam. Now there is a, a Rabhaim Brisker that doesn't seem to think that way because he explains the, uh, uh, an interesting Rambam. The Rambam says later in Perikid Beis that if there's a din, in addition to the fact that the water has to come in contact with the food, apidaz bailem, but the din is that if the water was not separated from the ground, let's say there was water, a pool, a pond, a lake, whatever it is, uh, 
and the food fell into the water, while the water is still attached to the ground. Water that's attached to the ground cannot be machshar lekabel tumah. What if he takes the food out? So first, while the food is inside the water, which is b'chubah lekarka, if a tame person goes into the water and touches the food while it's inside the water, it's not betame, because the water, while it's b'chubah lekarka, cannot be machshir lekabel tumah. So mele, it's, you can, a tame can touch it, it's not going to be tame. What if you pull the, the food out of the water? Now the food is wet. That water is on top of the food, becomes nitlash. From the Maka Machibu, now it can be Machshar Lekabel Tumah. The Ramam says that the Tlisha, the separation of the water from the Maka Machibu, has to also be Bedaz Bailin. The owner has to consent to it. If it's done against the Daz Bailin, then it's as if it's still Machubal and it's not Machshar. It can be physically separated, but because he doesn't want it to be separated, then it's not Machshar Lekabel Tumah. So now there is a Rambam, which has two Nishroes, but Reb Chaim Brisker had one Nusach. And this is the Nusach that he goes by. The Rambam says that if food fell into a pool, which is Bechubal Karka, and he's happy that the food is wet, yeah, he got washed, he got cleaned, he's happy. So there's Das Bailam for the Hachshara. But the only problem is that it can't be machshiret because it's mechubal karka. What happens when he pulls the food out and now the food takes some of the water with it? The food is wet. So there's, there's nitlash from the mokem achibur. But the tlisha has to be also berotzen. The water, in order to be machshir, to be the type of water that can be machshir like kabel tumah, has to be separated from a mokem achibur, a bedaz bailem. But we're talking about a case where he doesn't want it to be separated. He wants every drop of water to stay in the pool. He wants the pool to be full. He doesn't want any water to leave the pool. Says the Rambam that he's not because he doesn't want the water to be separated. And the Rambam attributes the reason why it's not in this case is because of the tlisha, the separation of the water from the Mokka Machibu was not done by Rotson. Regarding the the fact that the food got wet, even though he doesn't want it on the food, he wants it back into the pool. We say, no, no, it's Barotzen, it's Alpidaz Bailam. The Hachshore happened, well, how so? Because when he was in the pool, he was happy. I now, he pulled it out, he wants the water to be back in the pool, he doesn't want it to be on the fruit anymore. So we say the Rotzen that he had while he was in the pool, is enough to be machshar lekabotumah. Why? And again, the Rambam says the tlisha, b'shasa tlisha, he has to want it. And since b'shasa tlisha, when he pulled the food out, he did not want it, so it's not machshar lekabotumah. But regarding the hachshora, the contact that the food had with water, it's enough that he wanted it when it fell in. Says Rabbi the reason for this is because the Rambam learns that as long as there was water that is consented water. Even though Bishas, when it, it, he consented to the water, he was not able to be machshel because he was mechuber. And when it's no longer mechuber, he wants it to be back in the pool, he doesn't want it to be there. But, but Bepoyal Mamish, what we care about is that at the time when the water ended up on the food, it was there with his 
consent. So now the, the, the food is wet with water that's consented with. It's consented water. In other words, Rab Chaim learned Pshat uh, like the, not like the, the Rebbe learns in Rambam, like the, the Rebbe learns in the Rajbo, that consented that um, the, the, the role of Machshove is not that it creates the Hachshore. If the Machshove would create the Hachshore, how can Reb Chaim say that the Machshove he had while it's in the water should be machshir, even though the water is not ready to be machshir because it's mechub alakarka, doesn't make sense. But because the way Reb Chaim learns pshat, because the, the, the role of machshava is merely to define the water, that this is water that landed on that food through its consent, and that is true. It landed on the food when it fell inside. So it's not that the machshava, the, the, the das bailim, is needed to make it moksha. It's just to give, to, to describe how the water ended up on the, on, on, on the food. It ended up with this moksha, with this consent, even though it couldn't be moksha yet, that's irrelevant. But Poil, when he pulls it out, water that's on it is consented water. And therefore it can be moksha like Abel The only problem is the klisha, that's what the Rambam says. So the pshat of Abhaim the Rambam is fakert, opposite of the way the Rebbe learns the Rambam. And the Rebbe's Rael is from the fact that the Rambam believes in, in Yud Beis, Perik Yud Beis, that it has to be Bailam, he has to own it. And since he doesn't own it, uh, he cannot be Machshir Lekabal Tumah, something which belongs to someone else. Is a Raya that he believes it's the, it's the mindset, the fact, the physical presence of the, of the water on the food, which makes the Achshore. Not the Machshore, because it was Machshore. Uh, sorry, it, it's the Machshore too. The Raman believes that it's the Machshove together with the Maisa. And that's what the Raman believes, that if you don't own it, you can't do it, because Machshove can only affect that which you own and not that which you don't own.